People have a hard time letting go of their suffering. Out of a fear of the unknown, they prefer suffering that is familiar. This is a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh. In this episode, well, it's number six of the 30 things to stop doing to yourself. That comes from an article originally posted by Mark and Angel over at their blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. You can find a link to the original article in my show notes at pdesmondadams.com slash 073. You'll also find the 30 things listed with the associated podcast episodes underneath each one, as well as a link to my in-depth article I wrote about each of those. And you can find that at pdesmondadams.com slash 30 things, three zero things. This is number six. Stop trying to hold on to your past. And in this episode, you're going to learn five very simple but honest steps you can take right now to help you come to grips with your past so you can successfully let it go and move forward. There's no way you're ever going to be able to fully embrace and enjoy your future when you're still holding on to your past. So let's get it started. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, Episode 73. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity, or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance, gratitude, and love. If this describes you, join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. Well, we're about to jump into this. I'm very excited, though, with a special announcement. I finally, after a long time of working things out, have partnered with Mind Valley. They are a phenomenal organization, puts out some great products all about the mind uh, connection to success, uh, whether it's through meditation, through uh, self-discipline, all kinds of wonderful products that they offer. Their Silva Method is a product that I purchased a number of years ago. Love it, absolutely. But this new product I'm sharing with you, and this episode is sponsored by it, is the Ohm Harmonics Meditation Audio Program. It is amazing. I encourage you to try it out. You can try a free sample, and I made a little quick link for you at pdesmondadams.com slash ohm, O-M, real easy, pdesmondadams.com slash ohm, and give this a try. It is a free sample audio. It's not like just meditation audio. They use technology and science to take you to those deeper levels of meditation that have eluded you most likely for so long. So if you've ever tried meditation and you've given up, give this a try. It uses binaural beats, and it's it's just amazing, in addition to some other technologies. Again, thank you for supporting the sponsors on this show. This is our first one. I'm very excited to have them on board. Again, pdesmondams.com slash ohm, O-M, and try out Ohm Harmonics from Mind Valley. All right, let's get into this. The five steps that you need to take to let go of your past so you can fully embrace and live in your future, what's available to you. Not not only that, but really fully embrace the moment that you're in right now. Number one, accept your past for what it was. Don't try to change what it was. Don't look at it differently than what it was. I've said it before. You can't change your past 
You can be angry about it. You can have resentment for it. You can even have sorrow in regard to it, but it will never, ever go away, ever. And I know that sounds harsh. I know that's very difficult for you to embrace, depending on what you've gone through in the past. But even in that situation, even when it's next to impossible for you to accept that reality, you still need to, or you're going to be frustrated and disappointed and handicapped in your ability to move forward your entire life. It's never going to change. The only option you have for dealing with it is to change your view of it. A cracked vase tells a story, but it doesn't take away from the vase if you view it for the reality that's right in front of you. A cracked vase or vase or whatever you want to call it. If you demand that a vase be in pristine condition, you'll struggle with seeing it as having any worth. But when you understand that cracks do happen, accidents do happen, things happen, you can embrace what you have right in front of you. You can understand that there's a story, there's a beautiful story in addition to the vase being created, the vase being used, but the vase being damaged is part of that beautiful story. And you have to look at it in that way. You have to accept that things like this happen and accept that in your own life. And let me add one more thing to this first step. Not everyone's past is filled with dark moments that they need to overcome. Some people have had wonderful times filled with love, with laughter, fantastic memories. But in the exact same way, we must accept that past for what it was. It's still the past. It's still gone. And we must accept that. Some people are miserable today, not because of abuse in their past, but because of joy that they feel they may never have again. And in that same regard, you have to allow that past to be the past and move forward. So that's number one. Accept your past for what it was. Step number two, your past does not define you. There's a huge difference between being shaped by your past and being defined by your past. And please realize we can let our shape define us, but it doesn't need to do that. So it can, but it doesn't need to. A woman battling cancer doesn't need to be defined by that cancer. However, it does shape her and it maybe even affects how she lives her life positively or it could affect her negatively. But she's still the same person under all her hair loss, other nausea, the fear, the, the, the pain. She can still love the same as before. She can even still hope for the same things as before. Think about what a burn victim has to overcome. This is one of the most drastic past experiences which can change your future. But even this physical change doesn't need to define you as a person. And it's certainly not going to define you as the greater being that you are, the spiritual being that you are. You can still love your children the same, and you can still laugh at the same jokes. You'll still be able to appreciate art in the same way, and maybe a great song that you love. You can still dance the same way. You can't let it define you. Yes, it will impact you. Yes, it will affect you, but it doesn't change who you are. So You can see you can still be the same person regardless of your past if you choose to make that the case. But you must be intentional in doing this or you run the risk of chance changing your spirit. Define yourself with purpose and intention. That's number two. Your past doesn't define you. All right, number three, forgive yourself 
and others in your past. You probably knew forgiving others was going to be a part of this recipe for letting go of the past, but so many people never consider the possibility that they may need to learn to forgive themselves as well. In fact, this forgiveness of yourself, probably the toughest part of the process, tougher than forgiving others. When it comes to forgiving others, we first must have to understand that even if they intended to harm us in that moment, there's a lot which goes into that intention. Typically, an abuser, both physical and emotional, are abused themselves at one point. They may not be victims of the same abuse that they're inflicting, but they're victims nonetheless. They're, nonetheless, they're just it's just manifesting itself through them in a unique way. So it, it's hard sometimes to see that. You say, well, yeah, they were emotionally hurt, but that then they went out and physically hurt somebody else. You have to understand that it comes through each person in a unique way when they suffer through their abuse. Starting to understand them as a victim will possibly allow you to empathize with them as you're both now suffering through the same thing. It, and I know, wow, that's tough. I get it. It may not help you reconcile with the way their abuse caused them to abuse, but you can still empathize with the abuse they felt. You, it doesn't mean that you, you empathize with the action they took out of that abuse. Just keep them at, go back before the abuse happened and understand their place as a victim as well and start to empathize with that and, and just do that. That's all. Keep it at that initially. And, and that may take you months, years to do and, and become, be comfortable with. And I realize this is incredibly difficult, but, but it's so vital and so important. Most people really have the most difficulty forgiving themselves because they know what was in their own heart at the time, and they can't assume one motive or another as, as you could with somebody else. You could always justify, well, they did it because of this. But, but with your, yourself, you know what your motive was. You, oh, you also know what, what good you were capable of. So when you fall and you hurt somebody, you know that you knew better. And that be makes it very, very difficult for you to forgive yourself. But you must look back beyond the results which manifest in that moment to understand why you felt like you did in that moment, why you reacted the way you, you did that maybe was hurtful to somebody else. You won't want to excuse yourself because you'll have a higher expectation knowing what you're capable of again. But you must because you don't know what you can handle in that moment. You, you just don't know. You know after the fact that I should have handled it this way, but in that moment you didn't know what you were capable of. And you may have made a mistake. You may have and certainly most likely did make a bad decision, but you have to learn to forgive yourself for those bad decisions. Knowledge of the surrounding circumstances will also often block you from understanding your actions. You'll say things like, but, but why didn't I do this? Or if only I had done this. And you start to ask yourself this question because you knew better. And, and that makes it very difficult for you to forgive yourself. Let go of those lofty expectations and accept what you did or didn't do and forgive yourself for it. This takes a lot of time for some people. But you must learn that in your soul is the perfect you who would have reacted in the perfect way. But that's not what life has handed you. 
you will and you have made some bad decisions and you need to forgive yourself for that. So that's number three. Forgive yourself and others in your past. Number four of the five steps to let go of your past, find gratitude for your past. Yes, even the bad stuff. And don't get me wrong. As I've said, I know some of you, maybe for you, it's been something incredibly horrible in your past. Maybe rape, maybe abuse, incest, violence, war, addiction. So many bad things happen. You probably aren't ready to find gratitude for those past events. And I understand that. Don't blame you that you're, you're struggling with that. So just relax on this one. Don't get anxious about it. You have time to work this through. Don't be anxious about it. Start by finding a few areas in your past where you can truly be grateful. Find something in your past that you can be grateful for. Then look beyond those areas and ask if any of your bad experiences contributed to those events that you're now grateful for. And, and, and so start with an area that you are grateful for and then ask if anything bad contributed to you experiencing that event that you were grateful for. That'll help condition you and help you learn that bad things can lead to moments when you can be grateful. It, it may not be justification. The positive results may not justify that for you. I get it. Uh, if you get to a hurdle like that, just set it aside. If you're just like, man, I, I know that this good thing happened and I know it came out of this, but I can't, I can be grateful for what I ended up with, but I can't be grateful for what happened that caused it. So that's okay. That's a big hurdle. Set it aside. Move on to something else for which you can be grateful. You'll find as you build your gratitude muscle, as you condition yourself, it'll become easier to pick up those heavier items that you weren't able to do before. Start small. Start with the items in, in which it's easy to find gratitude. Be okay with it only being a few, but fully embrace those few. Find joy in those few and celebrate those few areas. Write down those areas as, you, as you're going to want to come back to them as you try to expand into new areas. When you become discouraged, you'll need something to latch onto to remind you that there were some good moments. Because as you explore this, you'll, you'll hit some tough areas and you'll be discouraged and you'll start to think that everything was bad. So you'll need to take out where you wrote down the things that you are grateful for and remind yourself, refresh yourself, be intentional about that. Don't think that this is just going to happen, that it'll automatically come back to you. It may not. You may have to be intentional about bringing those good memories back to you. It's a slow and it's a tedious process that requires you to be focused, methodical, incredibly purposeful in your action and direction. So don't give up. That is number four, find gratitude for your past. All right, the last one, number five, turn to a blank page. So you've pr processed all this in your past, maybe uh, even before you've completely done so, before you've gone through all of the things in your past maybe in certain areas alone, you need to turn the page and start writing the next chapter of your life. Turn the page over. In your mind, imagine that, seeing all those things in your past written down on, on a book, and then imagine just reaching over and turning that page over and seeing that clean slate and taking a pen and going up in the upper left corner and starting to write out what you're experiencing right now. 
and start creating the next chapter. Draw that curtain closed behind you so you cannot even look back for positive or negative reasons. You've shut that off and you've started your next chapter. Once you've begun this process and you're moving forward successfully, you may be in a place where you're healthy enough to take a look back over the past, but not until you're making progress right now in this moment and in looking towards your future. Keeping that last chapter open is always going to prevent you from writing the next chapter. So close the page and move forward as though it's uh, a whole new book, not even just a new chapter, a new book. Understand that I know that this is tough. Even though it took me a few hours to put all this together, it's going to take you a lot more than that to go through all of this work. Don't be tempted to listen to this or go to the website and read the notes and deal with each item and as you're thinking about it and then think at, at the end of reading or listening, you're going to be at this new place. Now, maybe you are. Maybe it's helped you just processing this mentally right now. That's great. But the odds are very much against that being the case. So be okay with the progress you're making, assuming you are making progress. Push yourself and stretch outside of your comfort zone and then applaud the fact that you did that. Celebrate it. Baby steps first and then eventually you'll find that you've walked a few feet and you'll eventually pause long enough to look where you've come from and where you are and you'll find you've gone a few yards, even a few miles from where you began in this process of letting go of the past. Just look at your next step and take that. You'll be okay. You really will. Remember, if you want to get each one of these 30 things to stop doing to yourself, you can do that right now at pdesmondadams.com slash 30 things. That's the number three, zero things. pdesmondadams.com slash 30 things. And go through each one of them. This was number six, and I hope it was helpful to you. I really do thank you. I'm incredibly grateful for you. I'm I'm thrilled when I get feedback from you, when, when one of these episodes resonates with you and, you and you let me know about it. I love that. One of the best ways to do that is to do it on the Facebook page. You can connect at facebook.com slash P Desmond Adams and always on Twitter at twitter.com slash P Desmond Adams or at P Desmond Adams. I, I just love getting your feedback. Not only that, but I love to converse with you further on on how that's going for you. So thank you so much. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp.